With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Houdat Nation, and thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol Podcast, the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network. I'm your host, Jeff. And on this episode, this is our Saints preview episode. We have Dave from the Vikings First and Skull with us to talk about the upcoming game between the New Orleans Saints and the Minnesota Vikings, which for the Saints, this is probably the strongest team or the toughest team that we would have played. I don't know, Dave, if you might agree or disagree with that considering the injuries that the Vikings have had to face, but we'll talk about that. Uh, we have Jason and James with us on this week's episode from the Dome Patrol Podcast. We'll put your seatbelts on, keep your hands and legs inside your earbuds at all times, and enjoy the show. So, yeah, let's start with, I think we always like to, you know, when we welcome our, our guest from the opposing team, one of the first questions that we do ask is, from your point of view, Dave, uh, how do you perceive the Saints as a as a, as a a competitor for this upcoming game and what do you think at, at an overall level what do you think that this game's going to look like between these two teams oh, that's a big question there's what do i think of the saints <laughs> i think a lot of things of the saints <laughs> there's a lot of history <laughs> not, between the Minnesota no, this, is, this is the 2023 the saints. Saints. right not, right these are these saints 
Yeah, because we want to go into how we feel about each other's teams and the history between these teams. And this Just is check get Twitter fast, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but the twenty twenty three Saints. You guys are five and four. We're five and four. We picked the NFC South to be the worst division in the NFC prior to the season. Well, you guys lead it. Yeah. Great for you. It's not been a wonderful <laughs> trip. You wish you had more of a lead. You have yeah. your issues. We see those issues. One of them is your coaching happens to be one of your big issues. How <laughs> we'll face against that, I don't know. We're five and four as well. And the NFC North, who we thought was going to be a better division, turns out to be probably the worst division in the NFC <laughs> Completely. We have two bottom feeder teams right now. The Chicago Bears, who right. you had a hard time with last week. Yeah, that's yep. with five turnovers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, with five turnovers, the advantage of that. And the Green Bay Packers, which is a glorious development on their part. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll um, agree with that. A team we also struggled with this season. Um. How do I see it? I see it pretty well matched up. The Vikings started poorly this season. Oh, boy, did they start poorly. We And our problem was turnovers. We couldn't hold on to the football. We were dropping it everywhere. We were fumbling it. We had like 11 fumbles after three games. We were throwing interceptions. Our receivers couldn't catch the ball. It would go right through their hand. It was just miserable. And we thought, oh, my God, all right, let's start looking at draft picks. We want to go scout some quarterbacks of the future is what we thought. And then suddenly they started to get their act together, and they turned it around. And Kirk Cousins started playing out of his mind. Mm -hmm. And everything was looking great. Our defense was coming together. Brian Flores, our new defensive coordinator, who happens to be probably the MVP of the season so far, he comes in and the defense is starting to get what he's preaching and coming together and communicating and everything's getting all nice and well. And then boom, JJ goes down. Ah, Hey, that was a blessing in disguise. But at least you got Kirk, right? Yeah. At least we have Kirk. That was a blessing (laughs) in disguise because Kirk's now spreading out the ball to Jordan Addison, our young superstar Mm -hmm. rookie to TJ Hawkinson, who's now catching the ball instead of dropping him, and everybody else. And the offense is producing, and we're winning games. And we've won four out of the last five. We've won four in a row. And everything's going great. And then, bam, Kirk Cousins blows an Achilles. Never been hurt his entire career that took him out of a game. Blows his Achilles. He's done for the season. Oh, no. What are we going to do? We're going into last week. So all we've got left on the roster, Nick Mullins, our backup, is on IR for a back issue. We have the aged Sean Mannion on our practice squad, who's there, nothing but to hold a, a warm, comfortable blanket around Kirk Cousins, and our young fifth round rookie, Jaron Hall, out of BYU. So we think, hey, let the rookie start. Let's see what he's got. And on Tuesday, we traded for Joshua Dobbs. We figured, well, we're, we need another quarterback on the roster because we're short. We've only got Hall for all intents and purposes that we can play. So the whole week, we get ready. 
Hall takes all the snaps. He's looking good, right? He's coming in. We wonder how he's going to look. The first drive was bleh. And, uh, but the second drive, he's like nine plays and eight minutes or whatever it is, drives all the way down to the one. Bang. Gets hit in the head, slams his head against the turf. Out like a light. Concussion protocol. Well, luckily, we brought in Josh Dobbs on Tuesday. <laughs> we did the trade for him. He didn't get in to the facility until Wednesday. Right. <laughs> he did not take a snap all week because all the effort was to get Jaron Hall up to speed. Weren't they practicing their uh, cadences on the sideline? Yes. <laughs> and when Hall goes down and we kick the field goal then, which was surprising, our field goal kicker is about as good as yours. <laughs> um <laughs> And the fans that are sitting at the corner of the end zones are going to catch a lot of balls. Uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and we're sitting there and uh, Josh Dobbs is taking snaps from the old line to learn some of the cadences. And we have five different cadences that mm -hmm. our quarterbacks normally use. And he's trying to catch it. And all the linemen are talking in his ear. No, you got to do it this way. No, this, that, and whatever. <laughs> and he steps onto the field and then that first drive ends up in, I don't remember if the first one was the fumble or the first one was the safety, and it looked absolutely horrible. And we're like, oh, no. You're in for a long it's, day. It's going to be miserable. Well, that wasn't the case. You remembered you were playing the Falcons. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and our defense it's the one day up. a year that we cheer for the Vikings. <laughs> our defense stepped up. We were causing Taylor Heineke all sorts of brain aneurysms. Because he expected the blitz. We blitz a lot. We blitz the least amount we had ever had. 50% of the game was the least amount. And wow. you guys can expect Derek Carr is going to get blitzed a lot. Oh, oh, great. Great. So, um, <laughs> well, our, you don't have to blitz to get through our <laughs> offensive line, though. So you actually might not blitz a lot. But what we did a lot was three-man rushes, and we dropped the extra guy back in coverage. And Heineke hadn't a clue what to do with the ball. Yeah. He just, he, he was lost. And so we're causing turnovers. There was only an exchange of field goals early, basically. And field position was such a huge thing. But to continue, Josh Dobbs, when we get on offense, he goes in there and he's calling plays. He hadn't called a play. He knew 20 plays all week. Didn't know anything. Didn't know anybody's name. Didn't know where he was supposed to go to, didn't know which receiver was backyard which. football back there. And uh, our coach, Kevin O'Connell, who we have great respect for now. This is amazing. He sits there, and he, on the headset, he's saying, all right, go to your wristband. We're running play A15 or whatever the heck that is. Or he's going, all right, we're going to run smash left 27 Stick, blah, 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 can, smash left, da, 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 whatever the running play is. And Josh had to sit there and repeat all of that. You know how difficult that is for a quarterback. That's a big deal to get all that verbiage right yep. to the rest of the huddle. So they knew what was going on. He does that. 
And then while still on the headset, Kevin O'Connell's talking to Josh and saying, this is this play in this and whatever systems he's played before. Mm. You're going to be reading left to right. You're going to be reading the outside, the slot, and then the tight end is going to drag pulling across the, the uh, Sean McVay to Jared Goff kind of a talking him through approach. the play up until the last possible moment. Right, exactly. And he went out there and did it. And Joshua Dobbs has a facet, and Jaron Hall to a certain extent does too, that Vikings fans hadn't seen. He's mobile. Oh no. Oh, he that's is the worst. Very, very <laughs> oh, mobile. God. He's big and he's fast. And Things he that can the get Saints do not do well way. against it are mobile quarterbacks and quarterbacks who like are brand new or you know backup. <laughs> yeah, this oh, is the perfect situation for y'all. Um, but he is a, a very, very mobile. So unless you have a spy, and the Falcons did not. They they hadn't a clue what to do with it. And he ran well, the reporting coach team. He, just yeah, just he watch was what Tyson Bajant did to us last week, and that's all you need to know. Right, right, yeah. right. The fact yeah. that the right, Mister Teabag. I wish him luck in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, all that to say, right? I mean, you look at what the Saints' strengths and weaknesses are. It sounds like on um, the 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 Vikings' defense could very well give us fits because Derek Carr. Won't have a lot. It might not have a lot of time. Probably won't have a lot of time. And I question his, some of his decision making when he's rushed. Well, or he's only good. You're lucky in it. the fact that we don't have the former Saint stalwart, uh, Marcus. Um, May two first. Two first. first. That's what we call oh, it. Davenport. Yes, Marcus Davenport. How quickly Jeff forgets about him. him. We cursed him out so much. I know. And Wesley gave me grief when we got him. And, of course, <laughs> he picks the number zero, and he goes, hey, Dave, that's the number of sacks he's going to have all season. <laughs> and it's like, oh. What was no Wesley? He's, he's Wesley did good. have at least one question. James, do you have that question queued up? Wesley had it, it a was, question. It, it, I mean, it, it was about Marcus Davenport, and, and I think it was probably a tiny little bit tongue-in-cheek, to be honest with you. But uh, but, no, but Wesley, you Wesley so? did Wesley? say, well, is, is Davenport worth $6.5 million per sack? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, <laughs> we we can confirm he's definitely not worth two first round picks. Yeah, <laughs> that dude. Uh, do you know about someone who steals from the NFL? Good. He had I one just, healthy season, and he was problem. really, really good. Was really, that he's is not healthy, but especially had, now when all we had to do was draft Lamar Jackson instead of Marcus Davenport, and we only had to <clears> use <throat> one first round pick. You know, I mean, look, a lot of teams did pass on Lamar, so they all get grief. Not just we us. did too, and we kick ourselves in the back in for that but mm-hmm. yeah just especially at, at, at the at the end of, of drew's career you know we were so blessed to have that guy and mm-hmm. now we're and now we're where we are we're we're praying that Derek carr cannot be terrible and for the first half of the season he's been he's been bad he's, okay. he's had his moments average he's, he's been he's, average he's been av- yeah. average at best but again, you don't. We do, what we don't know is: is it him? Is it the line? Is it the coaching? Is it Pete Carmichael? I mean, there's so many reasons that it could be that I'm not ready to say it's Derek Carr alone. I mean, even the receivers, like sometimes they're not on the same page. You don't know what Saints offense you're going to get. 
No. Uh, I mean, you get the Saints offense that played against Indianapolis, then you have no chance of beating the Saints. But you get the Saints offense that played against the Bears, and you're going to run all over us. You know, it's going it's, it's to take five tur- five turnovers to beat you. <laughs> right. Well, and, and very well, seven and we may be fighting. We may be handing you those turnovers. That's the whole. Well, that's the goal. Yeah. Josh Dobbs. One of the bad things that I saw is he. He's allergic to ball security and how he carries the ball. He holds <laughs> it out like a loaf of bread. Oh, we like that. Rather than hugging it and caressing it and yeah. you know, keeping it his baby. He doesn't run that way. He holds it out the old fashioned. The way. good news for you there is unless Carl Granderson gets through, he, that ball's not gonna get knocked out. Yeah, I mean we we <laughs> we the, the, the Saints have had an extreme lack of pass rush because they re, they don't blitz at all. We I mean, do we, not blitz at all. We rarely blitz, and our offensive line is going to have fun then. Yeah, because outside of Granderson, we've had nobody. Cam Jordan looks like he's he's finally gotten old, and and um, you know Peyton Turner's hurt again. Brzee has shown flashes as a rookie, but we're just not getting near the quarterback. So he's going to have a lot of time back there, and then once he starts running, I mean that that is one of the Achilles' heels too. Is that we just yeah. can't stop a running quarterback. And then I, I think, think it was. Oh, go ahead, James. I was gonna say the, the the strength of the Saints defense has definitely been the secondary this season. We lead we lead the league in interceptions, and tied with Jacksonville for takeaways across the across all facets of it. But yeah, the 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 secondary is the strength of of our defense. So you know, if your quarterback's not going to throw the ball very much, which it doesn't sound like he's going to throw it very much, uh, but that's our offense. We can't run that well. We don't. It's. We have Alexander Madison, who a couple of years ago was a great number two to Dalvin Cook. Dalvin yeah. Cook's aged out. He's washed. We sent him off to New York and where he's aged out and washed there, too. We made Alexander Madison the running back one. He is not that type of running back. He is not that fast. He doesn't have the explosiveness and he doesn't see the hole well or Dalvin Madison is good at is um, (laughs) is that when he gets his lather up, he's a strong running back. He can bowl you over and he can put make yards that way. And he's good at that. So we brought in Cam Akers. Mm. Cam Akers from the Rams. Mm-hmm. He had been recovering. He'd played one year after he blew his Achilles. He was getting into the rhythm and they were splitting time about 50 50 in the last couple of games. And he, even though his numbers weren't great, there was more explosive plays and he could see the hole a little bit better. We have great, our run blocking is decent on our line. Our line's very good, but the run blocking is decent because, but our, Running backs couldn't hit the holes or couldn't get anything. Like out your downfield blocking, not so much. Yeah. yeah. And Cam Akers last week blew his other Achilles, so he's done for the season. Yeah. So now we're bringing up guys that we drafted last year or you get the, this year. Uh, Saints old uh, strength and conditioning coaches. I was going to say you're, the injuries that you guys have gone through this year really reminds us of the last two years the Saints have had just nothing but injuries, quarterback injuries, Michael Thomas injuries, mm-hmm. everything. So I know it's part of football. I know it's part of football, but man, it it just it just sucks. And it comes in groups. It doesn't come Yeah. Last it's... year we were mostly healthy throughout that whole 13 and 4 season. This year pfft, 
And like I said, Marcus Davenport, yeah. we've had for two whole games other yes. than the preseason. Oh, no wow. In the preseason, two whole active. Above games. average. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and it's just been one thing after another. After yeah. another, we lost KJ Osborne, our wide receiver three. He got smacked. Yeah, uh, that was bad. And he was out. And so he'll be out this week because of concussion protocol. You can almost guarantee a week out, at least for the quarterback. So I've Jaron Hall's not starting. Joshua Dobbs is your starter for the Vikings this week. So plan for Dobbs. Don't plan for Hall. Yeah. That sounds like on quarterback, Saints might have a slight edge with Carr just from experience. O-line, give it to the Vikings. Running back, Saints. Receivers, I'd have to go with Saints. And then on the defensive side, D-line, Vikings, linebackers, tie. Yeah, you put it there. Yeah. And And you've got a better secondary. Secondary. We may have a better scheme, but you've got the better secondary. Right, it's yeah. actual people, yeah. And then on the coaching side, you've got better coaches. Oh, you definitely the, have better coaches than we do. Our coaches, our coach. coaches think. Um, I look, I, I'm, I'm out of I would say our defensive coordinator, a.k.a. Dennis Allen, is a very good defensive coordinator. He's a good coordinator. I'll give him that. <laughs> um, it does seem, you know, despite all the injuries, it does seem that the you know, the Dobbs coming in, it does seem there are a lot of good vibes around the Vikings now after what he did. I mean, that's all you see is the videos and everybody's excited. So it does seem like despite everything, the team's still, you know, has a good, uh, you know, good morale at this point. I know it doesn't look like Jefferson's coming back this week, but it sounds like he's going to be coming back soon. So, I mean, it sounds like that, look, the guys still have plenty to fight for. If the, the season ended today, the Vikings would be in the playoffs. Yes. We're sitting in the seventh seed. So, yeah, that's the case. And just like the fans, the fans have normally were fatalistic, and I'm sure a lot of your fans are that way for so long that, you know, something, anything good that happens, the where's the counterpunch? We're about to get hit in the gut. And something oh, bad's yeah, gonna happen. for sure. Oh, we have for one sure. of those right. on our podcast. Oh, <laughs> and uh, Jason. <laughs> but right now, because everything's gone, all the injuries and all the things that have gone wrong, and we're still winning, and the fans are like, hey, I was telling James, it's like free money. We're just like, cool, let's ride this out. This is a party. Now you're right. You have no expectations, so every win None. is a party. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. And so we're, we're going to enjoy it and see how far we go. Mm-hmm. It may be one of those magical seasons like 2017 when we lost uh, – Sam Bradford, Sam Bradford. I remember the first game of that season was against you guys and he just tore you guys up. And then the next week, his knee blew out for the eighth or ninth time. And, and then we had, you know, forgot about that. Um, then we had case Keenum come in, who was nothing but a basic backup across the league all the whole time. And he has a magical season, big horseshoe around his neck, big brass balls as uh, <laughs> uh, coach Zimmer said. And we went to the NFC championship. It sort of feels like that. Yeah. That we're in that sort of a season that this could be one of those. Huh. Oh my it's, God. Look at all this, you know, stuff happening, but we're still winning. Cool. It, it's interesting because before the trade deadline, there was a lot of talk that the Vikings were having a bit of a fire sale. There was talk around Jefferson. There was talk around Daniel Hunter. There was talk of just going with Jaron Hall and not bringing a quarterback in to cover it. 
but it seems as though that would have been a mistake then by the sounds of what of what you're saying with how it's how it's turned out since then oh yeah the attitude's completely changed once we started winning again the attitude shifted from tank and sell it all sell all the assets and to no let's we've got a good core here let's build on it and so question is whether we bring Kirk Cousins back next year and at what price mm. whether and I'm I'm one that falls in the category of he's playing the best football of his life but he's going to be 36 coming back from a torn Achilles and no it's time to move on we need to find our new franchise quarterback Daniil Hunter was our most valuable trade asset yeah. But he's doing great. He's on uh, a pace to get 20 sacks this season. Yeah. And it's like, no, we need to sign him for three more years. Let him run until yeah. he's 32, right? Because de good defensive ends can last that long. That's They may not be at the top of their game by the time they're 32, but they're quite effective. So let's well, that's what we him. had with Cam Jordan. Mm -hmm. We are starting mm -hmm. to see the decline now, but we've had... He needs to get covid 2011, isn't it? It's 2011 we drive him, so. Mm -hmm. um, and it sounds like, yeah, like this game is going to be a low-scoring game because this is two good defenses against two uh, hindered offenses. <laughs> you can phrase it <laughs> like, that way. You know, like the, the offenses entered the season with great rosters, right? Uh -huh. Talented guys. And just... For different reasons, those offenses didn't, you know, aren't aren't able to live up to expectations. You know, whether it's injuries on your end or coaching on our end. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I see a very low scoring game. I'll ask. So let's, let's do some score predictions for this game. Uh, just looking at the over unders, forty one. Forty one. Who? I might take the under. I I think I would actually take the over. Really? Because you ain't going to get any field goals either, man. Well, you're not, you're not <laughs> oh, going to get field goals. You guys are going to get field goals. Any opposing team that comes uh, to U.S. Bank Stadium makes their field goals. You haven't seen Have you seen the third matter. grader that we've got kicking the football? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, score prediction. I, I, I don't know. This, this might be like a 10... Seven or ten know, six. I have this weird feeling that Dobbs is going to rush for like ninety something yards, and 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 look, maybe the Saints finally, you know, over the last three weeks, we've really used Taysom Hill like they should, and now we're the offense is kind of humming a little bit. So, assuming our coach, I mean, I know our coaches are bad, we, we could see this week and Taysom Hill gets two touches. Who knows? But if they continue to use him, <laughs> I, I could see. You know the Saints actually scoring twenty something points again. If they're if they're yeah. I say if they're smart about it, I don't defense. have a lot of faith in it. I can see both teams scoring over twenty points. <laughs> we scored okay. thirty one last week, and that was the most we'd scored all season. Mm -hmm. It's it, but it you'll throw happen. at least three interceptions this week, possibly. <laughs> the and and, 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 and that's not talking shit. Like I mean, if you look at like you said, you've got uh, you know Dobbs who. 
whether it's interceptions or fumbles, right? You're going to probably turn the ball over. Saints defense after last week now leads the league in interceptions. And I think, is, is are they tied, tied. tied. in turnover yeah. margin? Yeah. The tied so in turnovers, number two. It's number, one of those yeah. opportunistic defenses right now. So Harsh look at a couple of drives. So far. Getting, right. If you, yeah. if you have a couple of drives that are killed, and then if the Saints, right, like Jason's saying, if we can actually take advantage of the fact of that good field position, you could see – the 20 coming from the Saints on that side. And then, right, if you get your running game going against us, though, you could see another 20 coming off the Vikings. Mm-hmm. This is this is going to be an interest. Like, this game is going to be interesting to observe, you know, whether you're a fan or not of either team. It's just going to be crazy to say, like, like, what is going to happen? Because there's so many different scenarios or possibilities that can play out. And James, is- you got to – or what? Go for it. Oh, James, yeah, you got a so, score prediction. Yeah, yeah. So so I never predict the Saints to lose. Never, ever, ever. And I never will. No matter who we're playing in whatever situation, I'm never going to predict this to lose. Saints are going to win 28-24 on Sunday. Wow. All right. Quite Dave, possible. what you got? Um, I was going to say Vikings win 28-21. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That extra quarterback was... for Wesley. Or extra touchdown for Wesley. I was actually <laughs> going to go uh, Vikings 27, Saints 24. I just think going on the road, I don't know. I just got a bad. Hey, you guys are favored by two and a half points. We're a better road team than we are home team at the moment, Jason. Yeah, but I, <laughs> so are we. I don't ever like the Saints <laughs> playing in Minnesota. I don't like playing there. No, I don't either. I know it's a new stadium. It doesn't matter. So my dad's actually going up to the game. Ah, oh, it's a gorgeous stadium. Really? Now, yeah. you got to watch the turf. We're changing the turf out out of. After this season, we have that uh, slip seam. Slip slip. Seam turf. I think I, th- I think that's the same turf that we have currently. We, we, I know th- there aren't many teams that still have that because apparently it's that's like the eight worst. Or ten teams that have it, and it's the worst. We're one. Yeah, of them. and of course the Saints have the worst. And we actually just replaced our <laughs> turf before this season, so of course we got. So the we worst. doubled down on it. We had the opportunity, <laughs> and we're like, no, we're going to stick with this. That's a, you know why? Because they paid us the most money, or uh-huh. whatever. Jeez. Is that why, for real? I mean, it's 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 the Saints organization. It's what we do. We always. <laughs> why do you think we still have Bally Sports for the Pelicans? <laughs> money, baby. Follow the money. That's it. Yeah. Wesley, it's all about making money. Have you got a score prediction? Yeah, twenty-four to eighteen Saints. Um, I think that uh, it'll be ugly. It'll be stressful. It'll, it'll come right down to the end. I think we'll probably miss goals and punt terribly like normal. But um, in the end, it will come out with uh, what we've been asking for, which is for the offense to score more than 20 and for the defense to give up less than 20. All right. So hopefully it'll be better than your internet connection as you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, he's driving. I give him that much. Yeah. He's also he be going across that big yeah. bridge down there in New Orleans. <laughs> I, I, oh, was just, I was just getting downtown. Can you, could y'all hear me or no? We yeah, heard yeah, you. Yeah. You broke up yeah, in the yeah. beginning, but we, we got the score and we got the uh, over 20, under 20. Yeah, 20, 24, 18. Analysis. We got your math. We did. <laughs> All right. I was told well, any, thanks for, for joining us at the end there, Wesley. But uh, any final thoughts or I don't know how much. Honestly, I don't know how long you were there because I don't see it on my screen. But uh, if you just got here, if you uh, had anything you wanted to say to Dave, we already asked him about your Davenport question. <laughs> two games it's, so, two it, games so is, he, is he worth six and a half million per sec no <laughs> the answer was no, no I, 
I know y- y'all are saying this is just an interesting thing of what's going on. Of uh, I mean, the, this the Vikings have gotten better and gone on a winning streak now that they're losing everybody. If they lose a couple of more starters and they might go undefeated the rest of the year and win the yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll go all the way to the Super Bowl, the, baby. <laughs> the weirdest thing. And then the the Saints, as we get healthier and as we identify problems, we get more and more frustrating. So I. It's it's impossible to figure out. Uh, it's it's really weird how both of these teams are five and four, and how they both got to five and four. It's uh, astonishing. Yes, it is. Now, other than this weekend, I wish you guys luck. I'd like to see somebody come <laughs> out of the NFC South and win. Actually, you'd, win. you'd really like for all the NFC South teams to beat the Vikings for you. Is that is no. I know what you're saying, Dave. No, you I'm going to be at that Vikings beat the Bears, game beat the Packers, and surprise the shit out of the Lions. <laughs> That's it. That's the plan. Yes. Mm-hmm. I heard you. I listened to the last show, and you guys, you said, just watch. We'll go in and lose to the Vikings, lose the game after that, and then beat the Lions. That's that's, that's Jason. That's not us. Don't, we no. we he didn't say that. That was I one, was one, I was in fucking Disney World last week. That wasn't me. I wasn't even I wasn't even on the show. It was Disney, Jason. You, you can't. <laughs> it, it was Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah, it's Guardians, baby. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be a fun game on Sunday. Uh, it's I'm anxious to watch it. I'm anxious to see. I mean, we for us, it's like Christmas under the tree all over again. So it's going to be interesting. And I'm curious, well, Dave, how you guys do? Well, Dave, if the Saints win, we do an instant reaction show, so you can come on for the instant reaction show. <laughs> but if the Vikings win, then you are not invited. <laughs> How long is it? It's only about a half hour, if that. Yeah, it's, it's okay, usually pretty ours, short. Like ours usually runs about a half hour, 45 minutes. But yeah. we can do that, and you guys can come on mine. <laughs> so, either way, the, one morning. podcast will be drinking the tears of the other. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way it is always been. You know yeah, what would be awesome? This, this, this game's going to end in a tie. <laughs> Oh, you know what i might take i might be willing to take that (laughs) but if it's a tie it's going to be each team is going to score over 40. it would be it would be that kind of luck like what's going to be great because we're we're each going to have field goal opportunities in overtime and we're both going to miss them (laughs) wide left wide right (laughs) all right all right uh any final thoughts before we uh close this one out None for me. All right. All right, then that's all the show we have for you right now. We're going to thank our loyal listeners for downloading each week and telling all of your friends about the Dome Patrol podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Dome Patrol Podcast. We're also on X at Dome Patrol PCAST and also at Dome Patrol UK. Don't forget, if you want to participate in game day chat, send us a DM on X to get an invitation to the Dome Patrol Discord server. And of course, as always, don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. Give each episode a five-star rating. Give it a comment. Set up auto-downloads. Help your fellow Saints fan find the Don't Patrol podcast. And also, get those downloads so that you can listen to the Don't Patrol podcast anytime, anywhere. Say bye-bye, donkeys. Bye-bye, skull donkeys. <laughs> oh, goodbye, <really>? Davenport. <laughs> skull Vikings, let's win this game. We'll edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. The Dome Patrol Podcast is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network.